Welcome to Project Give Back Connects, an extension of Project Give Back in the classrooms, dedicated to inspiring young students to become empathetic, understanding, and community-minded leaders. Project Give Back Connects offers a dose of inspiration and thoughts for discussion. Each live episode is taped and shared with classroom teachers and their students. Sit back, get cozy, let's get connected. Hello everyone, and welcome to Project Give Back Connects, episode 14, Inspiring Creative Change. Every single person can create change, regardless of how old you are. The logo of Project Give Back, as many of you know, is a boomerang. And the idea is you throw out kindness and you see how it hits you back. And there's always a star inside the logo to show that every single one of us has a shining star just ready to come out. Because all of us can create change and it takes our actions and probably even more importantly, our reactions. Just one smile can actually reboot someone else's day. Today's expert is a true change maker. His name is Russell Citrin, and he is a recent MBA graduate at Harvard Business School, and he is a social entrepreneur. Before that, he founded Crowd Change, and it's a fundraising technology company. He's going to tell you about that. It's really cool. And even before that, he and his friend created something called Feed the Deed which was a social media initiative spreading kindness globally. And it was so amazing to watch it take off. I'm so excited for him to tell you about that tonight too. So now he's working on building a new initiative in the self-help and education spaces. He is truly a shining star and you are going to see it as soon as he opens his mouth. He is just a gift to our world. So everyone, please welcome Russell Citrin. Hi, Russ, welcome to Project Give Back Connects. Hello, thank you. That was probably the nicest introduction I've ever received and I'm glad this is being recorded so I can watch it back. <laughs> um, just joking, but hey everyone, I am, I am so thankful to be here. Um, and when Ellen asked me to share a bit about my life and my story, I was of course honored um, Ellen is the ultimate inspiration and force for good in the world. So um, I'm truly so happy to be here. And what I'm going to do today is uh, just tell you a bit about my life um, and then some lessons I've learned along the way. So I'm going to start about 10 years ago. I was at a speaker event listening to Elie Wiesel speak. Uh, and if you're not familiar with Elie Wiesel, he, is a Nobel, he was a Nobel Peace Prize winner, a Holocaust survivor, and an award-winning author. Uh, and the speech was about politics. He was on a panel. Um, but the most interesting part actually happened not during the speech, but after the speech. Uh, they opened it up to an audience Q&A, and it was a huge crowd. And someone in the audience raised his hand and asked, Ellie, what do you think the biggest problem is in the world today? Pretty deep question. And I'll never forget, he was on the stage sort of calm and confident, almost as if he knew the correct answer. And he said, the biggest problem in the world today is that there is too much creativity for evil and not enough creativity for good. And he said, if you think about all the evil that's happening in the world, the things that people are dreaming up, there's so much imagination on the evil side 
And he wants more thinkers to think creative and use their imagination for good. And I thought, what an answer, um, especially because this was all about politics and he thought he was gonna talk about something serious. So I thought to myself, how can I think of ways to be more creative for good? Um, and fast forward a couple of years and the first ever social media nomination campaign started. So this was about six months before the Ice Bucket Challenge. No one had ever heard of that. That didn't exist yet. And what happened was it was called Mech Nominations. It started in Australia. And there was a video on Facebook of someone who posted a video of themselves chugging a beer and nominating three friends to chug a beer and post a video of themselves within 24 hours. So started off, you know, pretty kind spirited and maybe fun. And it took off. It went completely viral, completely around the world. Tons of college students were doing it. And what happened was it escalated really quickly. So it started with chugging a beer, but that quickly evolved to taking a shot and that quickly evolved to drinking a bottle and that quickly evolved to doing stunts. And tragically, five people ended up passing away uh, because of neck nominations. So what happened was, as you can imagine, Facebook was out posting, telling people to stop and the media and the news were telling everyone to stop doing this, but it just kept going and kept evolving. But something happened. Uh, a friend and I, Josh Stern, we saw a video on Facebook of someone who for their neck nominations, instead of spending their money to buy alcohol, bought a sandwich for a homeless person. And we thought, wow, I feel like we could start something that could go viral spreading kindness. So how could we do that? So we posted, we each posted a video of ourselves doing an act of kindness and nominated three friends to do the same within 24 hours. And before we knew it, it was in 30 countries, reached over a million people in the world. It was, it was crazy. We were seeing people from all parts of the globe doing this, which started with one thing. We called it Feed the Deed. And I mean, it, it was truly crazy. Like I was working in management consulting at the time and the news people came into my office. The partners were like, who is this kid? Why is there news in the office? Um, Facebook invited me to speak to their global executive team. It was, it was just a wild experience. And the lesson from all that was first of all, what happened in the end is that campaign ended up basically draining out neck nominations. After all the media tried and Facebook tried to stop it, all that really needed to be done was to replace it with something good. So the lesson after all that was that when there's something bad in the world, at least what I took from it, when there's something bad in the world or evil or hate or whatever, you don't get rid of it by telling people to stop doing the bad. You get rid, and that's fine if you wanna tell them, but you really get rid of it by telling people and inspiring people to start doing the good. Um, and I think that relates back to what Ellie Wiesel said, which is by using your imagination to inspire people to be creative for good. Um, if you just say, you know, do good deeds, it's tough, but you got to sort of think outside the box and that can really put an end to the bad. So that was sort of chapter one. Um, and the next chapter starts after that when I started a company called Crowd Change. But before I get to that, I just want to talk about a very small moment in the middle. Um, and there were many things that sort of inspired me to do this company, but at the time I mentioned I was working in consulting and it was a big sort of leap to start this tech company that had no traction and you know 90 plus percent fail. Um, and I just had one conversation with a mentor, I remember. And she just said to me, and she said, Russell, you were born to do something special. And I don't say that because I think I am unique in being born to do something special. I actually think the opposite. I say that because I think everyone is actually born to do something special. And what that did in me was made me see that and believe in myself to do that. Because at the time I had worked so hard to get this job and she just put that confidence and that belief in me. And I actually just messaged her and thanked her again for it, which I do because she deserves it. And it's a lesson to all of us to when we can all be that inspiration for someone. And when you hear something like that, 
it inspires you to believe in yourself. And I think that we all should. And Ellen mentioned that that's why the stars in the Project Give Back logo. And I think it's really important to, to know that you are here and you are born to do something special. Everyone is. Um, so I started this company called CrowdChange. The mission was to help people raise more money for their charity events uh, with better technology. So after about 18 months of failure, uh, we finally started getting some traction and we entered the fraternity and sorority market uh, in the US. So what not that many people know is that most fraternities and sororities actually do a lot of good and run charity events every year. Um, but before crowd change, they usually just use Venmo, which is sort to raise all their money. That's their technology, which is sort of the Canadian version of e-transferring which is not the best way to raise money for a charity event because you just get your friends sending you small donations and there's no publicity. So we said, could we make better technology? So we made better technology. And then we said, after you donate, we're gonna give you a unique code. And if you send us a photo with that code, we're gonna donate an extra dollar to your event. Lo and behold, before we knew it, uh, all these events, which were the same events as the year before, they were just replacing the technology. We're raising an average of 230% of what they raised the year before, more than double. Um, and that led to now, I think about 70% of all the NBC sororities in the U.S. are using CrowdChange for their philanthropy. It's on more than 500 campus, college campuses, um, which is crazy. Um, but again, like if you think about the pieces that went into that, it's like, how can I, how can we be creative for good and having belief in yourself? And those are the ingredients. Um, so that was CrowdChange and it's still going on. I'm still involved on the board. Um, but as Ellen mentioned, I, I did leave to go do uh, my MBA at Harvard, um, which sounds uh, really fancy. Um, but I should also mention along the way, because a very important lesson is that I also applied to Harvard for my MBA five years earlier and got rejected. Um, and then five years later, I got applied. So that was just, the, you know, when people hear that, it's like, oh, but no, like it's you fail and then you get back up. So another lesson is, you know, keep trying. Um, and then, yeah, I guess the last uh, thing to talk about is just at HBS, um, some friends and I were, were thinking on the same note, how can we make a big school-wide charity event? And instead of just doing another like standard event, which HBS, HBS had some and they were problematic for some reasons, we thought, how can we make this thing creative and good and get people excited and energized? And I love all these talent shows and I love music. So we started HBS Got Talent which is a huge school-wide talent show. And we somehow got Randy Jackson, the judge from American Idol, to come and be the judge for the talent show, um, who told me that I was a bad singer after my performance <laughs> um, in front of a thousand of my closest friends online. Um, so that was a, a tough moment, but he told me that I did a good job producing the event. But, <laughs> but yeah, it was crazy. So, and this was right at the beginning of COVID. So we were dreaming up this event in a huge theater, a thousand people. And then a month before I was like, we're going to have to do this online. People told us we should cancel. Um, and one of my friends uh, was very inspirational. I was like, we're not canceling. This is going to be amazing. And it, it was, it was great. And it raised $20,000 for COVID relief when people really needed that money for COVID relief. And this year, actually, I think last week or the week before was HBS Got Talent. This year, they did it again and raised another $22,000, which which is awesome. Um, so that's a bit about me um, and, and sort of my journey um, to end off with just sort of like the three lessons or the three takeaways from my road that I think were, were important for me. Uh, one was, like I said before, um, there is, you know, there is some bad in the world and it's tempting even with social media to constantly just post, like, look at all this bad, look at all this bad, but, and that's fine. But 
if you can channel in yourself inspiration to be creative for good, I believe that will have a much bigger impact on the world and inspiring change to make the world the place that we want it to be. Um, the second is that I think we're all born to do something special. And I really do think that I think we're all put here and have potential um, to do something great. Uh, if only we believe in ourselves. Uh, and the third uh, is the importance of using your imagination uh, to be on the good side. So in that everlasting global battle of good versus evil, how can you put that imagination to use uh, for good? And I think that's a good transition out. That's all for today. But I think someone who definitely uses her imagination for good is Ellen, who is hosting uh, this entire thing and think of all the good that she has done and the love and the beauty and the smile that she's brought to this world. And I just feel uh, so thankful to know her and to be a part of it. Uh, so thank you, Ellen, for having me. Uh, Russ. You're awesome. See, I told you guys, isn't he amazing? <laughs> Yay, Russell. We Outstanding. are Outstanding, says your uncle. <laughs> but you are, you absolutely are. You are such an inspiration. And thank you for everything that you're doing. Um, I can't wait. Russ, you got to come back next season and share your newest initiative with all of us. Will you do that again, please, next year? Yes, hopefully, hopefully uh, I'll be back. <laughs> well, we hope so. And thank you so much. Good luck with everything, Russell. You truly are a shining star. And that person who gave you that advice, they were so right. So right. Can't wait <laughs> yeah. to see. Thank you, Russell. So you guys remember our very first episode. We had a performer and her name is Hallie. And since her first performance with us, um, Hallie has released her first original and it's on all music streams and she is killing it. She is doing incredible. And we are so proud to have her back again with us tonight. Hallie Burnett, please check her out and download her music. Uh, she is also a gift. She knows that shining star and we are so happy to have her. Hallie, welcome. Oh my God, that was the sweetest intro ever. Like, thank you so much, Ellen and Russell. So well-spoken, that was amazing. Amazing, seriously. Um, in the theme of doing good deeds and seeing how they come back to you, today I'm gonna be singing the song Man in the Mirror by Michael Jackson. So yeah, hope you enjoy. <laughs> Gonna feel real good, gonna make a difference, gonna make it right. As I turned up the collar on my favorite winter coat, this wind is blowing my mind. I see the kids in the street with not enough to eat. Who am I to be blind, pretending not to see their a summer's disregard, a broken bottle top, and a one man soul. They follow each other on the windy note, cause they got nowhere to go. That's why I want you to know I'm starting with the man in the mirror. I'm 
just so beautiful. Will you tell us just quickly about your your latest release and what your plans are? Oh, of course. Um, so I released a song called Polaroid. I write a lot. I write a lot of original music. So this is the first I've been able to produce it and put it out. And it's really exciting. And I, I guess I'm planning to, to do the whole pop writer song thing. And it would mean a lot if you listened to it because I'm really proud of it. We are so proud of you. Guys, check out Polaroid by Hallie. Uh, you will not be disappointed. And I can't wait to hear your next release, which hopefully will come soon. And thank you for being with us tonight, Hallie. Mwah. Thanks, honey. So a few years ago, three years ago, in one of our Project Give Back classes, we met this boy, his name is Maddie. And he chose Camp Uchigeus for his Project Give Back journey. Well, since then, he didn't, he didn't stop. He's been doing something pretty incredible. So he's here to tell us all about it. And he's tonight's shining star. Welcome, Maddie Abraham. Thanks, Ellen. So hi, everyone. So I'm Maddie Abrahams. Um, I'm a grade eight student at Leo Beck. In my, in my sixth grade class, I was a part of the Project Give Back program. As part of the program, everyone had to choose a charity to research and raise awareness about. When picking a charity, I thought about some of the things that I love to do the most. I thought of playing sports and my love for camp. With this in mind, I did some research and found the organization Camp Uchigeus. Camp Uchigeus is a privately funded nonprofit camp 
that sends kids affected by childhood cancer to camp. While making my presentation for the Project Get Back, I was lucky enough to be able to speak to an ex-counselor at Camp Booch. She told me about all of the amazing things that the camp has to offer and how it changes the kids' lives so much and what an amazing place the camp is. As I learned more about Camp Booch, I really wanted to do more for the camp and tried to think of an idea that would help raise money to allow more kids to experience Camp Booch. At the time, I'd finished my Project Give Back presentation, and the Super Bowl was coming up, and all of my friends were joining the Super Bowl pools and talking about it. This gave me the idea to create my own Super Bowl pool that would raise money for Camp Booch and also create awareness about the organization beyond my classroom. So, we created the Camp Booch Super Bowl, which consisted of a survey of 15 to 20 questions that anyone can answer, as there are many fun questions like my favorite one, what color of Gatorade will be dumped on the winning coach? When I was creating a goal for how much money I wanted to raise, I looked at how much money it took to send one kid to camp for a week, which was $2,000. I thought this would be a very good goal to try and achieve. But in our first year in 2019, I was so excited when we raised over $3,000 from the pool. This experience helped me appreciate camp even more than I already did. and made me realize how lucky I am to be able to go to camp without worrying about the challenges that many kids have to deal with. After the success of the first year, I decided to do the pool for the next two years as I had a new appreciation for the cost of camp and how special Camp Booch is. In the past three years of doing the Super Bowl pool, I've raised over $20,000, which sends kids to camp for 10 weeks. I'm proud of how many kids have been able to experience the magic of Camp Booch even during these difficult times. And I look forward to continuing the pool and hopefully other ways to support Camp Booch in the future. Thanks for listening. Wow. Maddie, you're a superstar. That is just incredible. Thank you for sharing that with us and please continue to do, maybe you and Russell will do something together one day. That would be a really nice mix. Uh, Wow, Maddie, thank you so much. Thanks for being here tonight too. Thank so every oh, thanks, Maddie. So everyone, it's time for Lindsay with Kindness Corner and at One to Give. Lindsay, what do you have for us tonight? Hi, everyone. Last time I talked about Olio, the food sharing app. And you know what happened after? So many Project Give Back people downloaded the app and we track the registration and we could see it's up a lot. So check it out on Instagram, DM us at one to give if you want to keep sharing food on Olio. And this week we have a really simple challenge. Um, and I think all the Leo Beck teachers on here will like the challenge and it was this way before I saw them. We'd like you to write a letter of gratitude to a teacher in your life. I think we can all see right now how hard working all the teachers are and how much they've sacrificed this year and how they continue to pivot and continue to just have to reinvent themselves. And if you watch them on Zoom today, you know it's not easy. Maybe you have a teacher who's about to go on April break and you wanna wish them a relaxing time and you just wanna let your teacher know, you know what, I've seen how hard you've worked this year. And the best thing about this challenge is you can do it from the safety of your home. Send an email and send it to one teacher, send it to a couple. You never know 
who is going to be reading it and how it's just going to turn their day around. Thank you. And as always, kindness is contagious. What a perfect thing to do, Lindsay. Thank you so much. Um, I'm going to do it right now. And uh, especially to all of you teachers on here tonight. Your rock stars, truly, thank you for being you and doing what you do and just continue to do it with your heart. And um, that way you get the Maddies and the Russells out here and the Hallies out here. And, you know, you parents are doing an amazing job, but your teachers as well. You guys are awesome. So thank you for everybody for tonight's show. As always, let's embrace each other. Let's be kind to one another. Let's learn from one another. And let's create positive change. Thank you all. I'll see you in two weeks. Mwah. Good night. Open your heart today.